Welcome to this message by Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. Bishop Edwin Ogo is a seasoned minister of the Word of God whose messages on Christian living, church building, and the work of the ministry are a great inspiration to ministers all over the world. He pastors the Mackinac Cathedral in Oyibi, where he ministers powerfully in various services, transforming lives and raising zealous church workers. You will experience the transformational force and power of God's word as he ministers passionately to you today. Be blessed as you listen. Somebody just lift your hands. The word says that I am your favorite child. I want to be your favorite child. Thank you, Jesus. So we take the best. I love you, Jesus, Lord. I want to follow you. I want to serve you, Jesus, Lord. I want to be your favorite child. So let's take it together. I love you, Jesus, Lord. I love you, Jesus, Lord. I want to follow you. I want to follow you. I want to serve you, Jesus, Lord. I want to serve you, Jesus, Lord. I want to be your favorite child. I want to be your favorite child. One more time. I love you, Jesus, Lord. Come on. I love you, Jesus, Lord. I want to follow you. I want to follow you. I want to serve you, Jesus, Lord. I want to serve you, Jesus, Lord. I want to be your favorite child. I want to be your favorite child. Second verse is, I want to please you, Lord. I want to please you, Lord. This world is so very dark. This world is so very dark. Everything is not what it seems to be. But I want to be your favorite. Can we take it again? I want to please you, Lord. I want to please you, Lord. This world is so very dark. This world is so very dark. Everything, everything. Everything is not what it seems to be. But I want to be your favorite child. I'm saying, oh Lord, I feel drawn to you. Oh Lord, I feel drawn to you. Lord, I want to seek you more. Lord, I want to seek you more. I want to be near you. I want to be near you forever. Oh Lord, I am coming close. Oh Lord, I feel drawn to you one more time. Oh Lord, oh Lord, I feel drawn to you. Lord, I want to seek you more. Lord, I want to seek you more. I want to be near. Forever, oh Lord, 
in your hands. Hallelujah. Amen. It's a blessing to be in church tonight. And I'm happy to see all of you. I believe God is at work in your life. I believe God is blessing your life. 
And tonight, as we have come to fellowship with each other and also with the Spirit of God, I believe that you are going to live here charged, blessed, more anointed, Amen. and above all, greatly changed in the presence of the Lord. Amen. Clap your hands for oh, Jesus. Let's bow our heads and pray. Father, we thank you for the blessedness of loving you, knowing you, and enjoying this beautiful life. I pray in the name of Jesus that you will speak to us in these few minutes. Let your word come to us strongly, mightily, powerfully yes, Lord. and above all let your will be done yes, Lord. in Jesus name Amen Amen Amen. Amen Amen You may be seated This evening it's great to see you and uh, as we approach the end of a year I think you and I must be very grateful to God that we are seeing the end of yet another year Amen It must stir in you gratefulness It must stir in you gratitude Especially when you think of people you know who couldn't make it to this end of the year. Hallelujah. And so, I couldn't find a better message to share with you than the message on loving the Lord. And so, I am back with my red book. You love that red book? I'm happy you love it. So, tonight, I just want to share a very important message, which I believe you can carry home with you and also let it be a part of your life. And the title of the message is If you love the Lord, keep only one master. If you love the Lord, keep only one master. Say only one. Only one. Second Corinthians chapter 8 and verse 24. It's a very important scripture. It says, Wherefore, show ye to them, and before the churches, the proof of your love, and of our boasting 
on your behalf. There comes a time when the church must be shown proofs of our love for God. Proofs of our love for God. He says, wherefore, show ye to them and before the churches the proof of your love. Hallelujah. So, you cannot be a Christian without demonstrating the proof of your love for God. Every Christian must have something to show the world, the church. You must have something to show if you are a member of this church. You must have something to show this church that you love God. If you have nothing to show, it means that you genuinely do not love God. Yes. And you can be in a relationship without love. There are many loveless relationships. There there are relationships that we expect to have love. Like a beloved, a, a wife, a husband, marriage, you know, we expect love to be in it. We expect love to be in a relationship between a father and a son. We expect love to be in a relationship between a father and a daughter, a mother and a daughter. But life has taught us that you can have a husband and a wife wearing the same material. But there's no love. There's no love. One couple, husband and wife, had not been talking for three months. And the issue came to the pastor. And as the pastor was dealing with the issue, he suddenly remembered that these people had been wearing the same material. In fact, the wildest one I've seen is that the man uses the lady's material to make a tie. Yes. Like the woman is wearing whatever she's wearing. And I don't even know where he got the material from. But he's going to get some of the material to make a tie. Yeah. Or to get some of the material to make a pocket square. But when you go inside the, the house and the marriage, Shelly, Shelly, empty. Empty. So there are, and, and tonight I am going to explain to you why there can be a relationship without love, but it's still a relationship. One pastor was having major challenges with his wife. 
and he shared his marital problem with an, with another pastor. And one of the things he told the pastor was that for years, I, I can't, I don't want to quote the number of years because it, it, it's, it's, it escaped me. But for years, they were not talking. There's a pastor and his wife. They were not talking. But I was in his church one day in a country somewhere. I was there for a reason. And I noticed that when they were entering the church, they were holding hands. Yes. That's what I saw personally. I went to the church just once. I mean, I've not been there since then. But I noticed that they entered the church holding hands. And then when they get there, the pastor would point to the wife's chair and help her to settle. That he will also settle down. Say love. love. Say love. But all those years, they were not talking. But you, you know what? They agreed between themselves that when we are entering the church, we will hold hands. I don't know how they came by that covenant. Yes. So, I don't know. You know, there are very wonderful things in life. You know, a lot of things you don't understand. But, they agreed that when we are entering the church, I, I forget where how they entered the church for the side or the back, but they agree. So, so they will not be talking. But when they come out of the car and they are just about to enter the, okay, then they hold their hands and they walk to the church. So all these are for the I public show, public show for people to see for people to see now the same thing is happening to many Christians because when you see a husband and a wife sitting together the assumption is that there is love there is love in the same way, when we also see you in the house of God, the assumption is that there is love. I mean, you must have love to be able to make the journey from wherever you are into this forest to sit here in the evening. I mean, you must have something to show. But when you get into the hearts of people, you will discover that there is no love. So, so, so this evening, for just a few minutes, I'm trying to explain to you how people can give an impression that there is love when there is no love. Some of them even believe it delusionally that they love God, but there is no love for God. The answer. And you see, when I say this, I'm not talking about the the 
the ordinary member who came to sit here today for the first time. No. Neither am I talking only to the brother who just attends church. The sickness exists in the ordinary member, exists in the new convert, exists in the new leader, exists in the pastor. It's a sickness bishops have. It's a sickness reverends have. I mean, a name like reverend, when you hear the name, what you can, t- I mean, it is automatic to imagine somebody who is deeply in love with God. But you will be amazed to discover that there is nothing that is in the person's heart for God. When you see a Christian sitting in church, you may easily make a mistake of thinking that the person loves God. Now, one of the reasons why many of us have nothing to show, he says, wherefore, can I have another translation? New American Standard Bible. It says, therefore, openly, before the churches, openly, show them the proof of your love. Show them the proof of your love. And tonight, I want to ask that, what do you have to show? That you love God. Yes, you are showing that you attend church. You are showing that you are a member of a church. You have shown tonight that you are in the choir. That you sing very well. But now we are looking for proofs that you love God. It's different from just sitting in church. And the answer, the reason why many of us don't have anything to show to the church. Any love. There's nothing to show. You have nothing. You have no proof that you love God. The reason is that you have two masters governing your life. Dominating your life. In Luke 16 verse 13 in the King James Bible the Bible says no servant can serve masters for either he will hate the one and love the other or else he will hold on to the one and despise the other you cannot serve God and mama no servant can serve two masters. I taught you some time ago that that word servant is actually a wrong word. It is actually no slave. Because there are serve, you can serve two masters. You can. Let, let's not. You can serve. A lot of people work in two places. You are a servant in this shop. 
and at night you are a servant in this there are doctors as i'm speaking at this time they are on their way to do their night servanthood in a in a in a clinic somewhere then during the day they are in dodoa hospital <laughs> so a servant can serve two masters but the real word the word you see there is a slave the original word doulos and that one makes sense because nobody can be a slave it doesn't exist you can't be a slave to two masters it doesn't exist a slave has one master you can only transfer from one master to the other your ownership is transferable when the person buys you he owns you but there's nothing like a slave who is serving two slave masters you either have one and you hate the other or you hate one and you love the other ladies and gentlemen one of the reasons why many christians don't have love to show the church to show the world to show the body of christ they sit in church they are in the system they attend church they clap their hands but there's no love to show is that god is not their only master And Jesus was very clear. If you are watching and you are a born again Christian, I'm going to take you through a very important teaching from this book. Jesus was clear. You can't serve two masters. That is, you cannot allow two masters to dominate your life. You cannot allow, it's not possible to have two lifestyles equally dominating your life. You will drop one. You will drop one. Whenever you find someone in a relationship with a person and the person becomes unfaithful to the person. Let's say a husband is here and a wife is here. And the husband, in addition to his wife, goes to have other relations with other women. Most of the time, almost 100%, the relationship between the man and his wife can never be corrected. It, 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 somehow, it can be reversed. When you have a man with his wife, and the wife goes to have other sexual relations with other people, another man, another person most of the time most of the time the 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 relationship between the wife and the husband never gets repaired there may be some social arrangements and whatever arrangements by family members to 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 sellotape the marriage but it never because any relationship that suffers from two loves becomes corrupted And there are many Christians whose love for God has become corrupted. Hopefully, by the mercy of God, you can retrace your step 
into the original love relationship you have had you had with God and today I'm taking you through a few things because when you love God there are many things that can challenge the love of God and many people have admitted have allowed challenges so 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 many Christians don't have anything to show they don't have anything to show except that they we are in a church except that they have Christian friends they are known in a church as members they are known in the church as you know members of the church a leader or a pastor but there is nothing there is not there, there's no love to show because and if I don't preach this message you 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 will deceive yourself that you have love but the truth is that something else has taken over your love something else has taken over your love a lot of Christians who sit in church and feel that they know God that is why Jesus Christ said many shall say Lord Lord in your name we cast out devils we heal the sick and he will say I never knew you because and, and you see that people were not lying they genuinely I don't know how but somehow people genuinely believe that they love God when truly there's no love for God so they will come to God and genuinely say that we heal the sick in your name. We cast out devils in your name. We did wonderful things in your name. And he will say that we don't have any relations. I don't know you. I don't know you. Some of you are going to stand before God one day and he will say to you, I don't know you. I don't know you. So now we are going to look for the challenges of God's love. What are the things that challenge God's love? Because some of you sitting here have nothing left. Some of you, what is left is just activities. Activities. If you are a member sitting on a bus, coming to church, going back home, that's all, that's all you do. A lot of us sitting here, that's all you do. I mean, your so-called relationship with God is just sitting on a bus, coming to church and being taken back home. And because and you are even on the bus because you don't pay for the bus. Yes. Which is another evidence of the lack of love you have for what you are doing. Because if the bus doesn't come for you, you will not come to church. Why? Because you really don't love God. You really don't love to be in the house of God. Because where you really want to go, nobody buses you there. Where you really want to go, where you go, where you were this afternoon, where you went yesterday, nobody bars you there. Suddenly, when it comes to church, somebody must bring a bus because you don't really love what you are doing. You don't really love what you are doing. So somebody can use her money and carry you back and forth church home church home for years and you may think that you are a christian you love god what are the challenges what are the other possible masters because some of you you don't have only jesus as your master there are other masters but what you don't know is that because nobody has taught you you are not aware that god has been challenged out of the throne already yes 
I was at a wedding today, and a brother who came to read the first lesson said, before he read the lesson, he said, today, at long last, the king of bachelors has been unseated. He has been removed from the throne. Yes. Many of you don't know that the king, Jesus, has been displaced from the throne. Yes. That's why I'm passing on knowledge to you. Because you cannot, you can't serve two masters. There's nothing like you can have two masters. So what are the other masters? What are the other masters? Number one, the first master is a master called evil. If you love the Lord, you will not love evil. You cannot love two masters. In John chapter 3, verse 19, 20, and 21, says, and this is the condemnation that light is come into the world. And men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. Verse 20, for everyone that doeth evil hateth the light. Neither cometh to the light. Lest his deeds should be reproved. Anybody who loves evil. Who does evil. Hates the light. And will not come to the light. Next verse, verse 21. But he that doeth truth comes to the light. Oh, I don't know what I, what I, this is a message you want to listen to on a day like this. I mean, I don't think I need to continue preaching. You see, the real lovers of God, they themselves come to the light. They are not dragged to the light. We don't tie a rope around them. And some of you in the spirit, you are like a goat with a rope around your neck and you have been dragged here. Some of you are not happy to be here. Because the truth, listen to me, listen, listen. Don't, 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 don't make any cat calls. I'm, I'm telling you something that. Go to verse 20. Let me show you. Everyone that does evil hates the light. And apart from hating the light, neither cometh to the light. And if the church is a light, it means that the people who are into evil lifestyles will not come to church until you bring them to church. On their own, they will never come to church. I'm sure you know that I have access to the church on Sunday mornings. You may want to know. I mean, there's a church. There's my church. I attend church here. And I've not been blocked and stopped from coming to my church. Is this not your church also? Yes. He's in church on Sunday. His church service is Sunday. Just like my church is also on Sunday. 
But we love the light so much that we are also here on a Saturday. I mean, if a bus doesn't carry you to church, will you ever darken the doorway of a church house? Never. This is Bishop Edwin Ogo preaching. Stay tuned. Do you sense an urgency to pray? Is there a burden to wage war spiritually through intense intercession? Then join the online army on the Church in Your House Facebook page this and every Saturday at 4 a.m. Remember, the Facebook address is The Church in Your House with Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. This and every Saturday dawn at 4 a.m. Every knee will bow to the power of prayer. And we can take the discussion, not just to church, but to your pastor, to your leader. Those who are living evil lives, they don't like their pastor. They don't come to them. Are you okay, sir? All right. They don't come to them. They don't come. Anytime you find someone cutting himself off his pastor or her pastor, no matter the reasons they give, you, 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 it, it, all it takes is one day, it may be 10 years, it may be 7 years, it may be 6 months, it may be overnight, you will discover that that person has introduced evil and evil into his life. And when they finish introducing the evil into their lives, then they turn around and blame the people who have done nothing to them as the reason why they can't come near. Watch carefully. Don't just watch me, but watch yourself. The ease with which you go near your leader, your shepherd, your pastor, your fellow Christian. The ease with which you flow with them and towards them is, is, is actually a signal of the existence or otherwise of evil in your life. I've lived, I've lived long enough. You may want to sit down, please. I've lived long enough to see people change. I sat in a meeting today. I told somebody, I said, you have changed. You don't look like, I mean, I said, are you the same Robert I knew some years ago? Who looked very calm, very humble, very almost like somebody who who who, who, if, who, who is even brain brain dead. As, you see, it's like the brain doesn't work, so he doesn't know how to smile. Doesn't know. How, it's like some type of human being suddenly is puffed up, puffed up, sitting with an attitude. 
manifest. You see clearly that this person has contacted an evil. An evil opinion, an evil voice, an evil friend. You and say, I said, watch it. Anybody you know who comes into conflict with his pastor has experienced an evil. It can never be. Can never be. Never. Zero. Never. Will there be somebody who enters into conflict with his church, with his pastors, with his, with his Christian brothers who has not contacted evil? That evil may be a sin, may be a weight, may be a relationship, may be some type of, some, some, some words he has heard which has entered his soul. And you must watch out. I'm talking to you. The first challenger of God is an evil. An evil. That is an evil. And when I say an evil, I'm not talking about that having sex with somebody, fornicating, adultery. No, no, no. Just, it's, that is one of about 280 evils. And it changes you. And as you grow, if, if, if you will stay around for a while, because some of you will not stay around. Some of you have just got a few weeks to just go back to the, to the cases you were in. Because you are, not, you are not determined to pay the price to have one master. Yes, I see people. They want to have this one. They want to have this. They like this life. They like this life. They are here to, to the highest level of a bishop. You see that he is here, he is there, he has this friend, he has a church as a friend, he has this, he's into this, he's into that, always. And then when you point it out, then you become an enemy to them. In Psalm 52, verse 1, so why boasted Thou thyself in mischief, O mighty man. The goodness of God endureth continually. Verse 2. Thy tongue deviseth mischiefs. Like a sharp razor working deceitfully. Verse 3. Thou lovest evil more than good and lying rather than to speak righteousness and when you read such verses you may think that some people on jupiter are being described somebody who has horns on his head is being described what you don't know is that it is ordinary people like you and i who can exist as lovers of evil more than good you can actually love evil more than good and without fail or anybody who in the church begins to love evil more than good, the first sign is that they tend to become enemies of their master. The very person they submitted to, the very person who had authority over them, suddenly by some mysterious ways becomes an enemy and you should hear the accusations. 
they will come up with anything including the shirt, the pastor wore. I've heard all manner of ridiculous accusations from people who had contacted evil. Be careful. Playing the keyboard, singing on stage, preaching to a church, sitting in front, call yourself a pastor, call yourself a bishop, call yourself a reverend. Watch out! An evil can suddenly become a master who displaces God from the throne. An evil. And depending on your level of sincerity and honesty, you will never admit, especially when you say evil. If you say, oh, some girl be or your former boyfriend, we may get to convince you. But most Christians, pastors, will never admit. Can, can you imagine me telling you that an evil has taken over your life? Can you imagine? But Jesus told Peter, he called him Satan. Because the truth was that Satan had taken over. In that momentary space of time, Satan had taken over Peter's mind. And some of you, it's not a moment. It's a, it's a season. A season of demonic possession. And the season can be weeks, can be months, can be years. Thou lovest evil more. One of the... the the big challenger I'm introducing to you is evil. Watch out for evil. And most evil will never come into your life announcing itself as an evil. Can you imagine this pastor sleeping with a prostitute? Prostitute from sec or uh, 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 what's the name of that junction? Zongo Junction. Never. Never. You, evil doesn't present itself like a prostitute. But you'll be surprised that you can be there and a fellow lady pastor or a, or, or, or a convert. The last one I heard was for somebody following a convert up. He has now, he, he had begun to have so much sex with the girl that the girl's family called the guy their in-law. I've heard all this before. Meanwhile, he has his wife somewhere. Watch out. I am watching out. Evil can easily take over God. Evil can easily. I'm talking about the, the challenges of Master Jesus. The first challenger is evil. The second challenger, if you will sit down, if you love the Lord, you will not love strife. The second challenger of Master Jesus is quarreling and strife. I don't talk to you. I'm offended. Proverbs 17 verse 19. He loveth transgression that loveth strife. And he that exalted his gates 
seeketh destruction. Your love for strife is proof that you do not love the Lord. Watch out for those who love quarreling. Watch out for those who strive with you. Watch out for those who enjoy debating and arguing endlessly. Watch out for those who never have peace in their lives. Watch out for those who cannot live peaceably with others. Their love for strife is evidence that they do not love the Lord. Put up the verse again. He loveth transgression that loveth So, so there's such a thing as loving strife. You forget about everything. Love it, transgress, whatever. But that they said that love it, strife. One of the attacks of the enemy on your faith, on your relationship with Jesus, is to destroy your relationship with your fellow Christian. With legitimate and genuine concerns and complaints. Not that we're not talking about something flimsy, something oh you should no real things that offend you. Something a sister says, something a pastor says. Ha! You can imagine the things I've heard. Direct accusations I've heard directly. Directed, not that it's to told somebody and he told somebody, you and I, this is this, this what you did, this what you did, this what you did, this what you did, this what you did. I can't relate with you anymore. Watch out. One of the one of the masses, one of the masses who can challenge God on the throne is strife. Strife. Quarreling, having issues with people, having issues with people, learn, believe God to always wash your heart of pain and offenses. Otherwise, you can never work with God. You can never work with God. And because Satan knows what exactly can pinch you, that is what he will go for. He will let you hear something somebody has told you. Something somebody has said to another person and you hear it and it's like, it's over. Never be a person that somebody will apologize and say, I'm sorry for two hours, but you don't change your position. It's a sign that another master has taken over from God. Yes. Yes. I'm not preaching, I'm not, I'm not in need of cat calls and responses and whatever. Listen carefully, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Some of you sitting here today, it's just a matter of three years. You, 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 will, you, you, will, you, you will trump up charges against me talking to you. 
So take your time and listen carefully. And when that day comes, remember that another master has unseated Jesus because when Jesus is in your life, you will never have conflict with anybody. Never. Never. Because how can you pray? How can I pray when I'm not talking to you? When there's an unsolved issue? Who taught you how to pray? But today's pastors and reverends and bishops can pray. They can pray. They can preach. Anybody sitting here listening to me who does not expect the sister on your right to offend you badly it's not you are not expecting it then you should leave the church now leave the church because this is not the place for you leave the church anybody sitting here who does not expect the brother in front of you to offend you if 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 you don't have that mind then this is not the right place for you an evil person around here walk out walk out Offenses are part of the life we are living here. But in your own family, in your own house, among your siblings, don't you have difficulties with each other? Strife. Expect the sister by you to offend you. Expect me. How can you to, to expect me to talk for one hour non-stop when nobody wants to raise their hand and ask a question? Like, yes. Like as I'm preaching, somebody will raise a hand and so at least when you when you ask a question, you break my 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 flow. So that if there was something offensive coming, at least it will stop. And when I start, it will take another 20 minutes to come to that place. By which time another hand is up. But all your hands are down and I'm talking continually for one hour. And you don't expect me to say something which offends you. You are a wicked person. A wicked person. And the measure you have measured to your friend, it will be measured back to you. I sat in a meeting and a brother had a problem we were trying to solve. Then somebody stood up, raised a hand and said, this brother who has had this problem and then the other day brother X also had a problem and he passed the comment that he deserves to die. I said, wow! No wonder you are also about to die because the measure you measure to somebody is the same cap you can't use you can't use a bucket to measure to somebody and expect a teaspoon to be used to measure to you that's why I'm even looking for someone to offend me yes I'm looking actually there are times I'm looking for someone who has done something bad so that I can forgive the person yes because I need to be forgiven but some of you, 
the day somebody brings up a charge against you, that's the day you are entering the gallows. That's the day you are entering the gallows. Today, I began to teach you a message you've not heard before. And that is the challenges of Master Jesus. I'll continue next week, God willing. Stand to your feet. To resist the challenges. Strength, oh God. The challenges. Next week we are continuing, God willing. If God gives us life, we are continuing to resist the challenges. Yes. The challenges. Yes. Strength, oh God. The challenges. Lift your hands and pray. Strength, oh God. Pray to resist. Pray that evil will not unseat Jesus from the throne. Strength, O God, to resist evil. Pray. Pray. Strength, oh God, strength, oh God, Father, to resist Jesus. Every eye closed and every head bowed. Please put your hand down, bow your heads. I want to give somebody the opportunity to give his life to Jesus. It's an important step to take in life. A step of giving your life to Jesus. Giving your life to Jesus is so important. It's so important. I don't know where you are. You want to say, Pastor, I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to, I want to be born again. I want to know Jesus. I want to love him. I want him as my master. I don't know him as my master. But today, if you will lead me to pray, I want to receive Jesus as my master. I don't know where you are. But as every head is bowed, I want to ask you if you can lift up your right hand. I'm going to pray with you. Pastor, pray for me. If you want to receive Jesus, lift your hand high. Yes, lift it. I see your hand. Pastor, I want to be born again. Lift it high. I see. I see. Lift it up above your head. Pastor, I want to be born again. Pastor, I want to know Jesus. Lift your hand high. Pastor, Pastor, pray with me. Lead me in a simple prayer. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to be born again today. I want to start. Lift it high. High. Lift it. I, I can't see it well. I want to be sure what I'm seeing. Lift it high. Pastor, pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to be born again. And if your hand is lifted up, I want you to come to me now. Come. Lord, I offer my days to you. Come. Clap your hands for me. As a pleasing sacrifice. As a pleasing sacrifice.
can you lift your two hands the whole church join us as we pray yes, say after me heavenly father heavenly father yes say heavenly father heavenly father i come to you today i come to you today as a sinner as a sinner i have sinned i have sinned I have done many bad things. I have done many bad things. I have disobeyed you. I have disobeyed you. Today, today I commit myself to you. I commit myself to you. Please receive me. Please receive me. And wash my sins. And wash my sins with the blood of Jesus. With the blood of Jesus. I declare. I declare. And I confess. And I confess. You are my master. You are my master. You are my Lord. You are my Lord. I will not introduce another master. I will not introduce another oh master. Oh God. Oh God. Have mercy on have me. Have mercy on me. And help me. And help me. To love you. To love you. To serve you. To serve you. To live for you. To live for you. I thank you. I thank you. For the opportunity. For the opportunity. To know you today. Know you today. As my master. As my master. As my savior. As my savior. As my Lord. As my Lord. I am born again. I am born again. I thank you. Father. I thank you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Congratulations. Oh, yes. It's a very important step you've taken. And... Uh, I pray that you will not turn your back again to Jesus. Amen. I pray that you will continue on this road you Amen. have begun to walk Amen. on. Amen. Many of the people here took this decision some time ago. And you can continue to walk with God. And that is why I am pointing at my pastors. You can see that they are waving their hands. The man and the woman. Yes. They are, they are a part of a team. They will teach you. They will help you. They will explain things to you. They will pray with you. Any need, any help you need, they, they will be on hand to give it to you. So that you can also mature and help somebody else one day. A day will come. You will be a pastor. Amen. Yes. Oh, yes. Because when God calls you, he calls you also to serve him. Amen. Amen. So I want us to go to our pastors. Clap your hands for them. Clap your hands. Appreciate them. Keep clapping your hands. Keep clapping your hands. Can I have that? Take out your communion if you have your communion with you. You want to introduce the power of God into our lives. There's always power. Did you hear what I said? Say there's always power. It is your responsibility to plug into it. Oh yes. There's always power. It's your responsibility to plug into that power. And I want you to lift up the bread. If you don't have one, you can just close your eyes and pray with us. But Jesus told us, he took bread and he broke it and he said, this is my body, eat. And as long as you eat it, you remember the Lord's sufferings. Today, the power being released into your life is power to make 
Jesus, the only occupant of the throne of your life. Any evil that wants to unseat Jesus, whether it's the evil of poverty or the evil of plenty, whether it's the evil of joy, happiness, or the evil of sadness, anything that wants to exercise power over your heart, Lift the bread. Those online. Say heavenly father. Heavenly father. This is the body of Christ. This is the body of Christ. Say the body of Christ. The body of Christ. As I eat it. As I eat it. I receive. I receive. I receive. I receive. Restoration. Restoration. Healing. Healing. And deliverance. And deliverance. The body of Christ. The body of Christ. Let's eat it. Lift your cup. I want you to believe that what you are about to drink can affect your life, can heal your body. Yes, Lord. Can melt sickness. Jesus. Can drive away evil. Jesus. Because it's the blood of Jesus. Oh yes. Yes. The blood atones for you. Believe that what you are about to drink oh, has power to neutralize evil in your life. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. Say the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. For my healing. For my healing. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. As I drink it. As I drink it. I receive power. I receive power. In every area. In every area. Of my life. Of my life. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. Let's drink it. lift your hands any power Jesus working in your life Jesus feeling free in your life harassing you Jesus boasting around your life that it is in charge hey today yes I introduce the power of the blood the power of the blood and the power of the body Jesus right now I see somebody it's like you are getting lost Jesus but that power is pulling you back amen yes 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 it means that somebody here Jesus Satan is dangling a certain oh, evil in da, front da, of da, you and as he's dangling that yeah. evil he's da, moving da, da, da. the evil Jesus. and slowly 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 da, because da, da, da. of that thing that is in front of you you would have changed location Jesus. therefore Jesus. I block yes I block any seducing spirit Jesus name. I block any seducing spirit Jesus I block any seducing spirit Jesus I block any lying spirit Jesus receive Revelation now. I receive it. Receive the opening of your eyes. I receive it. Anything of the enemy. Being introduced into your life as a lie. But so that you can believe the lie. Today, I block its power. In Jesus' name. I block its power. Amen. I block its power. Amen. Be free. In Jesus' name. Be free. Yes, yes. Hey, 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 hey. I dry your life yes, of lies. Yes, yes, yes. 
Jesus. I, I said, I dry your life of lies. Anybody standing here believing a lie, like, like lies are guiding your life. Lies are, 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 are leading you. As your hands are lifted, you are now receiving power. Power. Power over lies. Jesus. Power over falsehood. Amen. Power over deception. Amen. Anybody being deceived. Being deceived. Yes. In any corner, any Jesus, area of your life. Jesus. Any angel of ah, darkness who has come as an hey. angel of light trying to seduce you away from your God giving hey. blessing. I curse it now. In Jesus' name. I curse it now. I declare yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. that your mind is now Jesus. open. Amen. Your eyes are open. Amen. Blindness is healed. Jesus. I said blindness is healed. Amen. Any area of your oh, life where you couldn't see clearly, you are now beginning to see clearly. Amen. Tonight I am dealing hey. with the evil of lies and deception. Jesus. I'm dealing with the evil yes. of deception. Yes. 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 Deception. Anyone. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Being deceived. Slowly. Slowly, you ate the bread, you drank the wine. It's too late. I said, It's too late. I block the power of those lies over your life. Place your hand on your head. It's too late. It's too late. Right now. Oh, any evil working on your mind Jesus. and in your mind, making you believe falsehood, making you believe lies. Jesus, as your hand is on your head, where I'm standing, from where I'm standing, I am transmitting power into your hand. It will flow into your head, yes, yes, and down into your life, especially into your head. I'm counting three. One. Hey. Online. Jesus. Two. Jesus. Three. Jesus. Power. Receive liberty now. Yes. 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 Let light flow. Amen. Let light flow. Jesus. Any darkness hey. in your life. Any darkness in your mind. Any darkness in your thinking. I release light. 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 Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Now lift your hands. And whatever you've never had that you need to make it in life as your hands are lifted, believe that you are receiving it. And tonight, it's not money we are sharing. It's not gold bars we are sharing. We are not sharing silver. But we are sharing supernatural realities. The wisdom of God. Oh, the wisdom I said the counsel of God. I said receive the wisdom of God. Receive the counsel of God. Receive the revelation of God. Let your mind be open. Let the light shine in your mind. Father, we thank you for the blessing of revelation. It shall never be said that Satan deceived us and cornered us to a place of evil. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Keep clapping your hands. Let's welcome Bishop Kobe to close us.
We trust that you have been mightily blessed and affected by the word of God preached by Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. Do join one of our lovely services from the Mackinac Cathedral near Valley View University, OUB, Accra, this and every weekend at 7.30 p.m. on Saturdays, as well as 7.30 a.m. and 12 noon on Sundays. Connect with Bishop Edwin Morgan Ago on Facebook Live, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and on your favorite podcast app. Thank you for joining us. God bless you.